Welcome to the show. We are sharing stories with solutions from people who have overcome adversity and healed their life. I am your host, Victoria Johnson, teacher trainer for the Heal Your Life Workshop Teacher Program and the Heal Your Life Coach Training Program. You can learn more about me and the training at thetraining.ca. That's T-H-E training.ca. As Louise Hay always said, the point of power is in the present moment. So let's get started. Hello, beautiful listeners and viewers. Welcome to another episode. Today's guest is Dr. V, and we are very happy to have her with us. She is the founder of Breast Cancer Conqueror and the Seven Essentials System. That is a system that has been used by thousands of women in 60 countries or maybe even more now. Dr. V is the author of Heal Breast Cancer Naturally, which was an Amazon number one bestseller in 10 categories and five countries. Great. I see you've got the book there. So Heal Breast Cancer Naturally, available on Amazon. And Dr. V, welcome to the show. Thank you, Victoria. Thank you so much for having me. I'm just really excited to share my message of hope with your listeners. Well, having been someone yourself who has conquered breast cancer twice, you have a very unique perspective. And so I'm very excited for everyone listening, the help and the guidance that you will be able to give. Because, you know, if we haven't had breast cancer, we know somebody who has, you know, or maybe somebody who's going through it now. And so your your work is so important. And I'm so grateful that you're here. I feel really honored knowing that you've helped people from you know, celebrities, Fran Drescher, you've been on television programs, you've been in the media, and now you're here with us today. So oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And we could thank Louise for connecting us, right? Louise? That's hey? right. <laughs> That's right. So that, as you mentioned, my connection to Dr. V is through Heal Your Life, the Louise Hay work and the book, You Can Heal Your Life. And while we're talking about that, haha, love it. For those of you listening, she's showing the book, You Can Heal Your Life. Um, so let's start there. Tell me how Louise Hay and the book, You Can Heal Your Life impacted your life. Oh my goodness. In so many ways. I read her book. I don't even know if I have a date in here, but I have read it many, many times, multiple underlinings and points. And, and I always share this book with my community because it was so instrumental in my healing, because we know, you know, emotional healing is at the core of physical healing. And Louise, to me, was was like um, the nurturing mother that I never had. And the way she writes and her gentleness and her love always came through to me. And, you know, one thing that really impacted my life when I was doing the work in this book was look at your parents like wounded children. You know, imagine you're talking to your mom when she was a little girl or your dad when he was a little boy and look at their wounds and see that they've done the best they knew how with what they had. And that was such a, a, a turning point for me because I came from a very dysfunctional alcoholic family. There was some sexual abuse from the convicted pedophile next door. And I'd done some work, but when I really did that work, I was able to really like let go and, and just really be at peace with that because they were they were wounded, just like I was wounded, right? And so they did the best they knew how. So the, the book was instrumental in, in my healing. 
I love that you found a way to find understanding and forgiveness. And, you know, as a parent myself and as someone who has parents, I think that we all need to remember that, that no matter what we reflect back on, uh, we just have to, to know that it's part of our journey and that those people were doing the best they can, just as we were doing the best that we could at the time. And I'm really happy that that work brought us together and that you use it with your clients as well. And I'm looking forward to hearing more about that system. So I'm going to start asking you some questions about that. But let's start off with you being a bioenergetic chiropractor. I don't even know what that is. So tell me what that is. So when people think of chiropractic, right, they think of, you know, the pop and twist and you go there because you have neck pain or back pain. Well, from the very beginning of my career, and I was I practiced for over 30 years, I knew that there was more to healing than just manipulating the spine. So I always incorporated uh, nutrition and, and education and exercise. And then I started using an instrument that tested the acupuncture meridians on the hands and the feet, because we know we're electricity, right? And so we access that energy to get information from the body. It's like checking the charge on a battery, right? If the battery on the large intestine is weak, well, what's causing it to be weak? And how can we balance that with specific nutrients and, and dietary changes? And so that's that's what I did. I basically incorporated, you know, the whole aspect of healing, not just the, the nerve system in the spine. Oh, wonderful. I'm so excited to hear that. And it's just another way of thinking outside the box and treating the whole person. Yes, yes. Because we know, you know, pain or cancer or rheumatoid arthritis are just the symptoms, right? They're just the tip of the iceberg. So we have to get to the root cause of the disease. Yeah. Wonderful. So your journey with breast cancer, not a traditional one. Tell us a bit about your journey and why you chose to not go the routine way that other people were going. Well, I knew, well, first of all, I was shocked, of course, when I found a lump in my breast because I was supposedly the wellness warrior in the picture of health and you know, here I was educating my patients on what to do to be healthy. And here I was with this lump in my breast. And so I had seen in the course of my career, you know, I was, I had been in practice for 23 years and I saw patients who went conventional, you know, the, the toll that it took on their body. And, and many times, you know, it was a very painful, slow, torturous death. And that type of approach is just trying to kill the cancer. It's not trying to make the patient well. And so with my training and my experience, I said, I, I want to get well. There's something inside of me that is out of balance that has allowed cancer to show up. So I, you know, went down the the rabbit hole of really reflection and, and trying to understand, okay, what's not working in my life? What do I need to improve? You know, and I literally took a pen and a pad of paper and started writing, okay, what is it going to take for me to get well? And that's how I felt like it was a, you know, download from the universe is like the seven essentials, food, detoxification, and we'll, you know, we'll get into all of that. But it just made me realize that we have to address the whole person. If we we can't just use nutrition or we can't just use uh, supplements, we have to use all of the aspects to really heal the body. So the first journey lasted a couple of years and I did great. Fast forward nine years later, I'm now known as the breast cancer conqueror, you know, five years into that. And I'm working sun up to sundown and I'm tired and stressed and my, you know, hormones are off and I've got thyroid issues. I'm not sleeping. 
And I created the perfect storm for cancer to show up again. And this time it was, uh, there was a lot of shame involved, you know, a lot of guilt because here I was the face of healing breast cancer naturally. And yet I was facing cancer again. So I, I chose not to say anything to anybody except for, you know, a few people in my family. And I really, really had to dig deep this time, like deeper. And there'd been a lot of changes in nine years in natural healing with cancer. So I was able to do a lot of different things, you know, vitamin C IVs and a lot of uh, different kinds of tests that measures the circulating tumor cells in the blood and did a lot of emotional work, dove back into that book and learned about meditation and heart math app, learning about the fight or flight and how that affects my immune system. And so did a lot of work. And it took me three years this time, but after three years, I was able to come out of the closet, so to speak, and uh, shared my experience with the world. And here I am. So four years out and, and doing great, feeling better than I have before. You are such an inspiration. And for every single one of us listening and watching, we can apply this to our lives. We don't have to wait until there's a major diagnosis. The things that you're talking about are things that we can put into use now. So let's kind of dive into that a little bit more with that seven essential system. Now, can it be used for any type of illness or is it specific to cancer? Any kind of dis-ease in the body because it's foundational to create vibrant health. Okay. So if I said I'm stressed or I'm burned out or I'm anxious, that would be the dis-ease in my body. Correct. Or if you have arthritis or pain or cancer or whatever it is, migraines, there's, there's a root cause to it. And this addresses all the root causes. Oh, I'm excited. All right. Well, let's dive in. Okay. So essential number one is let food be your medicine. And everybody wants the perfect diet for them, right? What's the best anti-cancer diet or anti-whatever diet? And there's really no such thing because we're all biologically different. So we do encourage our clients. There's a test called the nutrition genome test, which looks at your DNA and what foods and supplements you need to support the weaknesses in your DNA. You can also look at eat right for your blood type. That's another simple way. It's not expensive, but it kind of gives you some guidelines. But as a general rule, you want to eat organic. You want to eat about 80% raw, you know, lots of you know good raw food, lots of vegetables, minimal on the fruit, just because of the high sugar content and measuring your blood sugars, making sure that your blood sugar is staying nice and low, that you're not developing insulin resistant and, you know, making sure that you're getting a good variety of foods that are in season and non-GMO, obviously, and, you know, things like lots of seeds and nuts, sprouted seeds and nuts is very important as well. Okay. So when you talked about blood sugar and regulating your blood sugar, so you're not talking about people who have been diagnosed with diabetes. You're talking about Joe Blow on the street, every one of us. Every one of you, because it helps you to understand how food is affecting your, your health. Because mm -hmm. if your insulin is spiking several times throughout the day, you're creating inflammation and you're creating insulin resistance, which is setting yourself up to turn on cancer-causing pathways. And so something as simple as intermittent fasting, you know, and then, you know, if you have a smoothie or you do juices or whatever, check your blood sugar a few hours later. If it's over 140, then you're, you know, what you just did is not beneficial for you. And it'll prevent you from developing, you know, type 2 diabetes because so many of, you know, so many people are on that path. 
Yes, it's true. It's true. I really like what you shared there and how food really is our medicine. For me, I know that sugar is is just a no-no for me. And a great example is last night, went out for uh, dinner with my sister. Uh, you know, I ate properly. I ate light. Uh, she ordered dessert. I literally had two bites of it. Within 20 minutes, I was having a hot flash and I wanted to go to bed. I was wow. so tired. Yeah. And so when we start paying attention to what is causing us to feel this way, then I think that's when we can change. So I love that you're saying to monitor throughout the day, find out what works for us. Yeah, absolutely. All right. So what's number two? Number two is to reduce your toxic exposure. Now, we can't live in a bubble. Obviously, our poor little planet is suffering. I mean, everything from, you know, environmental toxins to the things that we have in our home that people use to clean, the, the sprays, the artificial sprays they use, all the things they put on their skin. So many of those chemicals are cancer causing. And so we have to be very careful and choose carefully about what we invite into our home and our environment. There's there's a great website called the Environmental Working Group, EWG.org, and you can look up any product, any skincare, sunscreen, and it'll tell you on a scale of one to 10 how dangerous and toxic it is. So it's a great resource to find non-toxic things. And then really taking the time to detoxify your body, because no matter how clean we try to be, you know, it's in the air, it's in the rain, it's in the water. And so doing things like coffee enemas, uh, liver flushes, colon hydrotherapy, lymphatic drainage, uh, sweating. Sweating is so important. Uh, there was a study called the BUS study, stood for blood, urine, and sweat. And they looked at environmental toxins and heavy metals. And after a sauna and a sweat, they found that that had the highest level of detoxification than just doing nutrient nutrient supplementation or or chelation, you know, with measuring it in the urine. So on a regular basis, make that detoxification part of your, your protocol. That's a great tip. I'll be using that with my clients, the sweat as well. And when you're talking about detoxifying our life, are you talking about people too? Absolutely. There's a lot of toxic relationships out there, right? And really learning to set boundaries and learning to say no and to protect your environment. And yeah, yeah, that's very important. I find an easier way to check that is to just ask yourself how you feel when you're with that person or when you are immediately after being with that person. You know, do you feel energized? Do you feel neutral? Do you feel drained? And that, that kind of helps us to monitor where to place those boundaries. Yeah, that's good. All right. Next number step. three, number three is to balance your energy. Now we are one billionth physical matter. The rest of us is all energy. So how do we keep that balance properly? Uh, chiropractic care helps to keep your nerve system balanced. Acupuncture, massage, doing some myofascial work, looking at your sleep patterns. You know, sleep is very restorative if you're getting proper sleep. So that helps to balance your energy. Balancing your hormones, so key. And when it comes to breast cancer, unfortunately, conventional medicine has really vilified our hormones. You know, you have a ERPR positive cancer, so we have to shut off your hormones. But in reality, if you think about it logically, you know, if, if ho our hormones cause the cancer, 
every young person on the planet would have cancer, right? So it's not our hormones, but it's what we're exposed to in the environment. There's a lot of chemical estrogens in the environment. There's a lot of chemical estrogens that people put on their skins and they, they don't even know. And so finding out what those are and eliminating those as much as possible. And then also sometimes women have a problem called methylation. They're not metabolizing their hormones properly and that can cause excessive hormones in the body. So when you find out how your hormones are doing by doing a saliva test, that's going to show you where the imbalances are. And then you work with somebody who can help you balance those hormones. And that makes a huge difference. And then of course, exercise, right? Moving our body. That's another part of balancing our energy. Who would people go and see for a saliva test? You can order them on my website. You can go to DuckDuckGo, whatever. And um, so your website, just to uh, let the people know, is breastcancerconqueror.com. So breastcancerconqueror.com to order this saliva test there. Do you also have uh, the resources there for detoxifying your home and monitoring blood sugar? Yes, yes, there's. Tremendous amount of free information on the website. Oh, wonderful. Okay, thank you. That's wonderful. All right, number four. Yes. Is to heal the emotional wounds. And that's right up our alley, right? With Louise Hay and all the work that you do. Really, and I think if I were to start over, I'd put the emotional wounds as number one because it is so key. I mean, there's decades now of, of research that show us that our mind, our thoughts, our subconscious thoughts, you know, affect our immune system, affect our behavior, uh, you know, affect so many systems that affects our DNA. Mm -hmm. And so really getting to the core of the stuff that we carry, right? All that baggage that we carry unnecessarily and working with somebody to learn how to release that and let that go and learn to nurture that little girl inside of you and Forgive yourself, forgive others, learn to set boundaries, you know, all those things that that you teach that are so important. Uh, Thank you. Very important. So heal your emotional wounds, number four, but unofficially number one. (laughs) Right. So let's move to number five. Number five is embracing biological dentistry. So people wonder, I go to my dentist, what does that have to do with breast cancer? Well, a lot. Because if you look at it from a a chemical assault, from that point of view, the amalgams that you have in your mouth, the silver fillings, are 50% mercury. And mercury is what we call a metalloestrogen. Just like those chemical estrogens in the environment, it mimics and stimulates estrogen production in the body. So you've got to get those cleaned out by a trained dentist, a biological dentist who's certified, who knows the proper techniques in removing those. If you have a root canal, root canal is like a like a dead organ in your body, like a dead gallbladder. No matter how clean they try to make it, there's always a pocket of anaerobic bacteria that suppresses your immune system. And then if you look at it from an energetic point of view, our teeth are connected to all our organs through the acupuncture meridian system. So there's four teeth here. One, two, three, we count one, two, three, four, five, six, seven in the top, and then four and five down here on the bottom, directly connected to the breast meridian. So if you have a filling or a root canal on those meridians, it's going to affect how those tissues in your breast function. It can, you know, really jam up that that chi energy. And when we do thermography, for example, we can see redness in the mouth 
And we often can follow that pattern right into that right, that left breast if it's on that left or right side. Wow. I, this is all news to me. I'd never oh, heard really? of Yes. Very interesting. Yes. And, and even gum disease, women, postmenopausal women who have gum disease are twice as likely to develop breast cancer than those who don't. So this oral microbiome is very, very important. That's shocking. So can you repeat that last stat? Yes. So postmenopausal women that have gum disease, periodontitis, are twice as likely to develop breast cancer than those who don't. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. Let's move to number six. Number six is repairing your body with therapeutic plants and herbs and supplements. This is the million dollar question that everybody asks, right? What do I take to kill the cancer and boost my immune system? So if you just start off with basic nutritional things that are so important, trace minerals, so magnesium, zinc, selenium, making sure your vitamin D levels are optimal. I mean, that is so huge, especially for people who live you know, in the northern part of the northern hemisphere, right? You're not getting much sunlight and you've got to keep your vitamin D levels, you know, 60 to 100 in that range, at least. Basic things like vitamin C and medicinal mushrooms. And then there's a whole slew of, I mean, there's hundreds, literally hundreds of, of plants that will literally kill cancer cells and boost your immune system. So, you know, think of yeah the mushrooms I mentioned, curcumin, wormwood, artemisinin. I mean, you know, the list goes on and on. I mean, there's there's so many of them. And there are, you know, a lot of them are listed on the, in the book and on the website. Okay. So again, that book is Heal Breast Cancer Naturally, available mm-hmm. on the website and on Amazon. Yes. While we're talking about repairing with therapeutic plants, how do you feel about juicing? Juicing is great. And caveat is, I'm not a fan of juicing a lot of sweet vegetables like beets and carrots or a lot of fruit. When you juice green apples, lemons, limes, and lots of greens and check your blood sugar. That's the key. And that's that's what made me, that's what taught me about insulin resistance and blood sugar going through my second healing journey. I mean, I'd, I'd been juicing for decades, but I, I really sped it up when I discovered the cancer the second time. And after juicing, I just like, I wasn't feeling good. At first I thought I was just detoxing, but it just went on and on and on for weeks. So I said, well, let me check my blood sugar just out of curiosity off the charts. And so I started monitoring and saying, okay. And and I did some major blood work to find out, you know, if I was insulin resistant, where my fasting insulin was and the HbA1c, which gives you a 90 day look at, you know, your fasting glucose and realized that I was on my way which I have genetically all the patterns to become a type two diabetic, but uh, you know, I just had to really change things. And so for me personally, I'd rather if I juice, I do things like celery and cucumber and some greens, maybe a green apple and some, you know, lemon, but uh, really keep it, keep it away from all the sweets. That makes a lot of sense to me. I've tried, you know, those juicing fasts and all those different things a few times and people around me drop weight like crazy and I gain weight, but it does make a lot of sense because I love mm-hmm. carrots and beets and apples. And there you go. All of those sweet things. Sugar, sugar, right, <laughs> right. And even though it's the, you know, people say, well, it's natural sugar. Still, your insulin is still spiking. Exactly. I don't care what kind of sugar it is. It may not spike as high compared to refined sugars, but you're still causing that same pattern. Absolutely. I agree. 
so moving on to number seven. Yes, number seven is adopting very early detection. And that's really keeping a pulse on your health. Now, the big myth with conventional medicine is that you are cancer-free, right? Your blood tests look good. We don't see anything on your scans. So go live out your life. Don't worry about cancer. What they don't tell them is that even though they don't see anything, there may still be a tumor of the size that's only four millimeters that's not picked up on a scan. And they have circulating tumor cells in their bloodstream and some stem cells, breast cancer stem cells. And so there's ways to measure. They're called liquid biopsies. There's different companies, different tests that actually filter out those cancer cells. And you can test those cancer cells against specific supplements to see which ones are most effective against your cancer cells. You can also do that for chemotherapy. And that particular test is called RGCC. They're, they're out of Greece, so that people call it the Greece test. Uh, but there's several other companies that are doing that more and more. Uh, checking your inflammatory markers, because if you have lots of inflammation, right? That's a key that something's not right. Something may be brewing. Looking at your, like when it comes to breast specifically, we know that October is a big pink month, right? And they push, push, push for mammography. But, you know, mammography's had its heyday. It's not that accurate. A lot of false negatives, false positives, especially with dense tissue, breast tissue. So follow it up with an ultrasound if you choose to do a mammogram. If you do uh, thermography, thermography, it's not going to diagnose cancer, but it'll show you the physiological changes going on in your breast tissue. If there's inflammation, if there's hot spots, if there's blood flow feeding a tumor, more than likely it'll show up. About 97% of the time, you'll see those, those issues. So ultrasound, thermography, mammography, if you choose to, and then all these different kinds of blood tests as well. Your wealth of information is just mind blowing to me. I feel like we could do, we could probably do seven shows, one for each of these. Right, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> well, you said to measure your inflammatory markers. How does one do that? So there's, it's a blood test. And so there's something called C-reactive protein, highly sensitive C-reactive protein, LDH, ESR, and homocysteine. Those are the four tests that I recommend. And if they're high, then you definitely need to look at, okay, where is the inflammation coming from? Is it in my mouth? Is it in my gut? Am I developing cancer? Because those will be high if there's activity with cancer in the body. And is this something that a doctor would normally uh, run when he runs he or she runs blood work? You would probably have to ask them specifically to run those, but they're pretty common, pretty common tests. Okay, excellent. Well, this has just been, I feel like my eyes have been just wide opened and I'm inspired to remember that I think so often we associate what we eat with, well, you know, I, I want to stay slim or I want to lose weight or this, that, and the other. And we, we don't remember that eating is just part part of one of those functions of our body and everything is affected by it. So I appreciate all of the knowledge that you shared about the food and the, the toxins in our environment and about healing all of our emotional wounds and each of your steps for me, like I said, I feel like we could do an entire show on each step. I just want to let people know that website again, where there is tons of free resources, breastcancerconqueror.com. And also the book is called Heal Breast Cancer.
Producer Naturally, uh, an Amazon number one bestseller in 10 categories. And was it five or six countries? Something five like countries, that? Uh-huh. Wonderful, wonderful. Do you have a favorite quote you would like to share with the listeners and viewers? I do. I typically end our, you know, retreats or, you know, presentations with this quote. It's just when the caterpillar thought the world was over, dot, 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 it became a butterfly. And so I really compare women going on a healing journey like that caterpillar. They're in that cocoon. It's dark. It's scary. They don't know what the next step is. But I remind them, if you trust yourself, trust the laws of the universe, trust the laws of nature, and you believe a thousand percent that your body has the ability to heal, you will come out on the other side, a happier and healthier you. Oh, beautiful. Words to live by. If someone wanted to work with you, Dr. V, is it, do you only see people in person or do you see people online? Everything is virtual, which is why we've been able to, you know, work with women, you know, in over 60, well, 61 countries now. And we have, I don't do personal coaching anymore. I, I do a group session once a month, but we, I have trained coaches that, you know, I, that I've trained, you know, that will work with women one-on-one. And we have, they follow the seven essentials, you know, very strictly. And, and we educate them about what to do. We also host like virtual retreats where people can sign on for three, four days and learn all about the seven essentials, but a much deeper dive. Wonderful. Well, Dr. V, I'm a huge fan. Thank you. Thank you. I can't wait to learn more. And I appreciate you being on the show. Thank you again for being here. Thank you for sharing my message of hope, Victoria. Thank you. Thank you for joining us today. If you would like to become an internationally certified Heal Your Life teacher and coach, please visit thetraining.ca. To be a guest on the show and share your story, please visit victoriajohnson.org. Thank you so much for joining us.